Hey, and welcome to the Guide Culture Podcast. It is Catherine and May May hey here today. Guys. We have a special series that's about to really commence and is going to be five parts teaching and talking about all about guide method. Yes, top to bottom. It's actually an acronym and we don't feel like a lot of people know that. And guide method, it helps you kind of create a customized message mm-hmm. uh, for you that you can kind of use and filter throughout all your conversations. So this is a way to have a conversation and get someone into a buying decision. Exactly. We find that a lot of entrepreneurs, if not all entrepreneurs, feel so passionate about what they do that sometimes it can be hard to have that magnetic message that really draws people in to be like, I want to buy from you and I want to buy what you have. I want want all of it because of the message that you constantly are putting out. And that's what we help entrepreneurs do. Yes, we're so excited. So it's a five-part series and there might be a little bonus at the end. So make sure you keep your eyes peeled for that. And we are going to get started with the G, which stands for get attention. Woo! Woo! (laughs) Do we have your attention? Do we have your attention? Friends. Attention is so important. It's so important. And what I find interesting is how little is actually talked about as a skill. Mm, yes. I find that it might even be a negative thing. Ooh, maybe Ooh. so. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, I don't want to like, stop trying to get attention. Yes. Stop trying to get attention. Which is true. You want to do it classy in a, in a very professional way. But it, here's the thing about attention. If you don't have it, you could have the most amazing thing to say and no one even really hears it. Yeah. Maybe even, gosh, I'm actually having a moment of, of yeah. realization. Tell me. Maybe we've actually been taught, hey, don't draw too much attention to yourself. That mm-hmm. by the time... People, especially women entrepreneurs, yeah. wow, become become entrepreneurs. They're like, hey, how do I even do this right. in a way that is right? Wow. So, really, you guys, let's talk about the science and take out mm-hmm. some of the maybe emotional things about getting attention. Yeah, the good news is this is it actually is a science. It is all science. It's all it's science. So fun. So uh, it's like textbook, which means you can follow a guideline mm-hmm. and kind of like a playbook really, and know that you're doing it well and doing it right. And a huge part of the science is just understanding how people think. It's so cool. The way that the brain is designed, we're going to talk about really how to get people's attention, keep it, how to not make people kind of shut down. I don't know if you've ever been in a conversation and people glaze over. Mm-hmm. That's how you know you've lost attention. Yeah, so you got to re-get the we attention. You got to re-get it. There's yeah. all these things that are really going to help you be heard and understood and captivating. Right. That's, it's a whole thing, right? right? Whether you're on Instagram, writing a book, writing a post, making a video. An email. Doing a, a formal presentation. Yes. Email doesn't matter. It's mm-hmm. all the same and it really starts with getting attention. So let's kick it off with being aware for example, of where people's attention is at in the first place. So you can have the most exciting, the most just, you're just so enthralled with your own message that you don't think about where someone else is at. So it is 2020 as we are recording this and we are still in the coronavirus uh, pandemic. So for a while there, and maybe even still, the news is really captivating people's attention. Right. So if that's the case, then you really need to stand out. You need to find a way to be relevant. Mm -hmm. You really always need to find a way to be relevant, Mm -hmm. especially when the attention is so strongly on something else. Yeah, 100%. And what's interesting about the brain is that the brain actually looks for ways to be 
startled. Mm -hmm. It looks for things that are scary so that it knows to stay away from it. So when you see the news and you're like, oh my gosh, this crime happened. Oh my gosh, people are dying. You're looking for it so that you know what to avoid Mm -hmm. when you're kind of in your day-to-day life. And so there's a way to kind of create attention, not necessarily by startling people, but by kind of talking about what's relevant to show like, hey, I know what you're thinking about. And it's going to keep their attention by because the brain is going to say, oh, like, I know that this is Corona. I know that it could be scary. And so I'm going to pay attention to it. A hundred percent. And then it's your job to kind of take that attention getter and then maneuver it into a message that is relevant for what you want to share. I think the word for what you just described, which is so good, is like self-awareness or just awareness in general of Mm -hmm. what what is the tone of your ideal client? Mm-hmm. What are they paying attention to? Maybe yeah. they, maybe you know that your ideal client does not watch the news. Yeah. And maybe they're scrolling TikTok. Well, be aware great. of that and get their attention with the TikTok. Get on TikTok. Actually, TikTok is a great attention getter. It's also very fun. Okay. Yeah. That's a whole other thing uh-huh. that we should do a podcast about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so when you know you know, maybe what will get their attention or how to break through the noise, which is really the job of attention. You need to know kind of what part of the brain you're needing to stimulate while also not overheating. Here is an example. So there's a part of the brain called the neocortex, friends. And this is the part of the brain that is going to be the computer. It's going to, um, what is the word? Um, compute, I guess, Analyze. all the data yeah. of what you're saying. So maybe you help people make money. Maybe you help people's business grow, whatever, whatever. Well, if you just throw a bunch of that stuff at people, the, the computer is going to get a little bit toasty. It overheats. And overheat and yeah. shut down. And that's when you see people glazing over. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and that's hard because you want to show your expertise. Correct. So you want to show, hey, I know what I'm talking about. I know the juice. I know the stuff. Let me sh- let me throw all these words and features and technology and all of that at mm-hmm. you. Another thing about the brain, guys, is that it really wants to manage its energy. Oh, yeah. So when things get hard, it actually shuts off. Because think yes. about back in the day, we got to manage all the energy that we have. Mm-hmm. And so I know it feels like you want to show what you know, which we all do, right? We all want to be yeah. an authority in mm-hmm. the industry. There is a way to do that while also keeping people's attention throughout the whole yes. process. So based on what we've talked about so far, think of it like this. You get their attention with what's relevant to them. Yes. And then you just are going to touch on, touch on something that's an amazing factor feature about what you do. Touch. Touch. Just to show that you know what's up and we're now we're going to move on to what you actually want to say mm-hmm. to keep their attention to get them like even emotionally stimulated that yeah. makes it feel like really meaningful to them yeah absolutely so the next part of the brain that we're going to talk about is the limbic part of the, the brain which basically is like why should they listen to you mm-hmm. why and why should they buy from you because we know that they totally should mm-hmm. and the limbic part of the brain is more of a it's the older part of the brain, mm-hmm. not the oldest. We're going to talk about that in a second, but it's the older part of the brain that makes higher quality decisions and is more emotionally connected to a message. Wow. So when you speak with genuine emotion, here is the trick. Genuine emotion with what is in it for your ideal client who's listening. So this is where you emotionally connect the thing that factor feature with what um, is going to be really emotional and amazing for them. Mm -hmm. This is not something you actually guess at. And we'll talk about that later, but this is where they make that gut decision, which is much higher quality. This is the craziest thing to me that 
think about it. What you analyze information with, you, you can't even make a decision with that part of your brain. You make decisions with a part that you feel. My favorite example of this, I'm sure that you have uh, had a friend that maybe dated somebody that mm. you did not like right? You're like, why do you like him? He's, you know, doesn't do good in school. He makes bad decisions. I just don't get it. And your friend's like, I don't know. Like I can't put words to it. I just love him. Mm -hmm. And that's the limbic part of the brain that is like, Hey, I, I literally cannot even put language to what I like or why I'm feeling this way, but I just do. And that's kind of a huge part of guide culture is like, Hey, how do you speak to that part of the brain where people feel such a pull? And they're like, I just need and want to number one, be around you, learn from you and have what you have to offer. Such a good point. Mm -hmm. So this limbic part of the brain does not have capacity for language. So crazy. So for another example, not just dating, it's with so many things. So if many. someone's ever said, why do you do your business? Why did yeah. you start this? And you say, oh, well, your brain's going to look for an easy answer. Like, yes. oh, I did it because I just want to help people. Mm -hmm. And then you dig deeper and you say, well, why is that important to you? Mm -hmm. You start getting like, well, just because. Yes. Like, just because. Okay? Just because. I, I, I can't explain you it. You don't have words and you might even cry. That oh happens gosh. a lot with the limbic brain because you just mm -hmm. feel yeah. what it is. And basically, you're able to connect with someone else be in that same exact way with the words that you use. Yes. It's really, really cool. So anyway, yes. this brain is a gut emotional decision maker, high quality decisions, no capacity mm -hmm. for language, which is why it's your job as the professional yeah. to speak to I feel it. like that's a word we use a lot in, in our team. It's like we're trying to explain something and we can't. We're like, it's it, it's limbic. We just can't explain it. It's limbic. And we yeah. all know what that means. Yeah. Like, hey, I get it. Take your time. I know. <laughs> Try to gather your words. It's fine. Exactly. It's so crazy. <laughs> Lastly, there's this part of the brain. It's the oldest part of the brain. I don't know if y'all have heard of it, but it's called lizard brain. It's crazy. Now, this is your survival brain. Literally, the part of the brain that is going to be wired for survival, like what Macy said in the beginning, is highly startled by things that are going to keep it safe. Like the news is like, hey, this is life or death mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. Which it actually really isn't most of the time yeah. for most people, yeah. but it feels that way. So the brain is looking for ways to be triggered um, as just a way to keep it safe. It's just so interesting. Yep. And that's why the news understands this and they just repeat yes. startling things because they know that the literally people can't help it. It's yeah. just the way we're wired. It's so interesting from a, you know, business perspective or from a communicator's perspective, a way to speak to this part of the brain for your client to keep their attention, to keep them so captivated by what you're saying is to tell a relevant story to get your point across. Mm. Um, you may remember in the Bible how Jesus told a lot of stories that really kept people's attention about what the point was he was trying to say. Another example is before and after stories. Mm. So the brain really likes contrast. So if you can say, oh my gosh, you know, my client was here before, she was just stressed, she wasn't sleeping at night, she felt so fatigued. And then after she worked in our program for eight weeks, she, you know, was jumping out of bed, she was vibrant, she she was never happier with her husband and kids. 
a contrast story like that, you're probably wondering, well, Kat, what is that that she used? Well, I right. just made that up. <laughs> but the point was you telling a before and after story is going to help captivate and keep mm -hmm. the attention of your clients. Yeah. Uh, another great one is uh, metaphors and analogies. Mm -hmm. We we really love using um, analogies any place possible because of that very reason that the, the brain can just understand an analogy. They can literally remove it can remove itself from the message and focus on the analogy. And anytime, I mean, that's kind of a part, we talk a lot about evidence around here of a way to really describe something. Anytime you can hear an analogy and it really makes sense to you, mm -hmm. I would next time, like put it in a Google doc yeah. where you can refer to it and use that in a post or in an Instagram story to demonstrate mm -hmm. what you're trying to say. I'll give an example right now. I yeah. think of what's relevant is let's just say that you have a, coaching business and you just know that your clients are going through so much inner work and they feel this pressure you know to just push forward and all this stuff well the metaphor of coal being under pressure to create a diamond mm. right yep that is a metaphor that we see a lot yep. to be oh i'm gonna be a diamond yeah right so you can see it and you can understand like okay mm. wow that was an ugly thing that became a beautiful thing because yes. of pressure yes so now i understand and that might be something that coaches use yeah. to encourage you. Yeah. And also I would encourage you as you're listening to podcasts, you're going to obviously be drawn in to certain ones and like certain ones. And I would bet that they have a lot of analogies. They have mm -hmm. a lot of stories. Mm -hmm. In fact, they probably have a very small point with a ton of story content and then a lot of analogy content. So as you're listening and reading and, and watching things on Instagram, look and see why you like it. And mm -hmm. my bet is that this is a huge reason. Exactly. Yeah. Stories yeah. sell. Listen, say. let me tell you. And this is all story forms of stories, I think. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yep. The last part of this attention is remember, we kind of said this in the beginning, just want to come back to it, is knowing where people are at. Um, I want you to picture Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Do you remember this from, you know, grade school, psychology 101? I don't even know what age you learned this, but I remember it very deeply. In fact, you know, we, we study this now, so. Exactly. And yeah. you know what's funny is we believe in repetition as king. We do. I believe we've learned this at least three times Probably. in school. Probably. Um, through different years and, and yeah. places like that. But if you don't know what it is, we'll put a link to a oh, yeah. photo of it in our show notes. Uh, but, you know, basically you you have these like level of needs. Your, your great example is like when you're doing something you love and you have to go to the bathroom, oh, yeah. like nothing else matters, but going to the bathroom. Yeah. The top of the pyramid is like your best self. Like yeah. you, like your needs are just being your best self. Yeah. You need nothing else. Yeah. The bottom of the pyramid's like, Hey, I'm starving. Yeah. Like literally. And, and a lot of times food. we think of this from like, Hey, you're, you're always in this one level. Mm -hmm. If you're, you know, maybe in poverty, you're always at the bottom. Right. If you're not in poverty, you're always at the top when actually it's not always the case. It flows. For example, you may be someone who's just living her best life, mm -hmm. but you have to go to the bathroom. It's like nothing All of a sudden, else matters. Nothing else matters. Yeah. And you're trying to just Get fulfill to that bottom level again. Right. But the point really is everyone is kind of created to be trying to move up, right? If you're in poverty, you want to get out of poverty, move up the pyramid. Well, the reason that this was so relevant to us when we first thought about it was during coronavirus, people are kind of down a level. Yeah. Maybe mentally. Yeah. Maybe, you know, just emotionally, whatever. And so you want to speak to them in a little bit different of a way yeah. that helps them fulfill that. Yeah. Because, you know, all they 
really want is safety. Yeah. They want employment. Yes. They want to know that their family is going to be safe and healthy. Health is a huge one. So instead of, you know, hey, I just want to be confident. People are like, I want to be able to live. Exactly. So you got to be as a professional, you need to be aware. Mm-hmm. It's our job to be aware of where people are at. Yeah. Especially the ones you want to and sell to. Remember, you know, even the news is really like talking like, hey, this is how you stay alive. And even if that's not really the truth, the brain feels like it's the truth. And so you have to kind of come down to that level in your messaging, in your attention getting and in your yep. marketing, because otherwise people are just going to blow right past it because they're mm-hmm. going to they're going to say, hey, like confidence and self-esteem doesn't matter. This doesn't speak to me. Yeah. I need some information of how I can make money. A hundred percent. How I can have that financial security. Yeah. So when you can just, and also picture the things that we're saying right now, it's a little bit lower on the pyramid. Um, and then the confidence being very much higher. Right. So confidence seems trivial when Mm -hmm. health is a huge concern. Right. Right. So just be aware of what is going on. Mm. This also could possibly, you could possibly be tone deaf if you aren't aware of kind of where people are. And so we talk a lot about product knowledge Mm -hmm. and part of product knowledge is really understanding people because we're all in the people business. Yes. Like that is actually, that is all that we are is we are in the people businesses of understanding people Mm -hmm. so that you can help them. Yes. And if you don't understand people and understand how they're thinking and how to speak with them, you could have the best thing in the world, but it's never going to get in the hands of people. Yes. The people who are going to be magnetized to you, captivated by you are going to feel understood by you. A hundred percent. So it's really, really important. And we hope that this was helpful. Yeah. This is just one step. This is just one step. <laughs> and and when you come to guide culture, we actually talk about how to do this, how to execute it really well mm-hmm. um, through body language, through tone of voice, through mm-hmm. just um, different messages that are relevant to you and your clients. Mm-hmm. I will say this is, I feel like your gift, Kat. This I, is always at the top of mind for you. It, it is. You're exactly right. I don't know what it is about that. It, it really helps me check myself of like, hey, where's my <laughs> attention? It, like, am I getting people's attention really? Yeah, so it's, so interesting. yeah. it's so interesting. Yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Get ready for the next one. We still have quite a few more to get through the method. And I hope it helped you. If it did, let us know. Yes, let please us know let us on know. Instagram. Uh, message us on Instagram at the guide culture so we can cheer you on.